Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back. We're going to talk some football. EPL yesterday, the Premier League's two powerhouses in recent years collided at Anfield. Liverpool may be doing it tough this year, but they managed to upset their bitter rivals, Man City, and claim three points in the front of a boisterous crowd. The game wasn't without its controversies as neither was Arsenal's early in the day as they now sit four points clear at the top of the table. How good. Someone who will be happy to hear that is our good friend Harry Simeo. Hazza, what a time to be an Arsenal fan, my friend. Oh, it's great, mate. I'm just lapping it up because you don't know how long it's going to last. <laughs> so you've got to enjoy it. You've got to take it all in. And uh, we've had so many years of disappointment that you, you kind of have to just ride the wave now. <laughs> how are you guys? We're good. We're good, Hez. We appreciate you coming on the show. And yes, I've been thinking about you seeing the Gunners sit atop of the table uh, ahead of the the City. Does City's loss this weekend give you a lot of confidence as an Arsenal fan that you might be able to sustain a healthy gap at the top of the table? I've got to be honest, I don't think that Arsenal are ready uh, to go the distance. You know, as much as we're enjoying it at the moment, (laughs) you look at the depth that Manchester City have in that squad and the fact that they could lose three or four key players and replace them with equally good ones. Um, You look at Chelsea's depth, it's probably better than Arsenal's. Maybe Spurs' depth is is better than Arsenal's as well. I think there's a few teams who have that capability. and, and, And as good as Arsenal's first 11 is beyond that, there are a few weaknesses. So, whether Arsenal will be able to sustain that challenge, I think is dependent on, on how lucky they are with injuries and fitness issues over the course of the season. So we're not getting carried away because I think there's a long way to go. But the early signs are encouraging. And listen, Manchester City might have got beaten this weekend, but they're more than capable of going on a 10-15 game winning run as they've proven <laughs> uh, many times over the last few seasons. Hey, Harry, what led to Arsenal, Arsenal's game at Leeds being delayed? Were the Rhinos hosting a Rugby League World Cup game, were they? And no, so uh, there was a there was a massive problem um, in the area in which the Leeds United Stadium, Ellen Road, is situated. There was a power cut um, just a few minutes into the game, maybe two minutes in, 
And what happened was, as a consequence of that power cut, the connection between all of the officials was uh, was knocked out and they couldn't reset that. And also the connection uh, to Stockley Park, where the video assistant referees are watching, uh, was also interrupted. So the problem was that the game couldn't continue without the video assistant referee being in play because it would affect the integrity of the competition given every other ground had it functioning. And luckily they did delay the game and wait because the VAR was needed on three or four occasions with that mm. game. So uh, the delay was frustrating, but uh, <laughs> I think you know they, they had no choice in the end, really. Mate, just, just on that, did you feel that disrupted Arsenal's preparations? Only a 1-0 win over Leeds, and they're talking of the VR, VAR. It played a big part again this weekend. What did you feel they got wrong? Yeah, I mean, the disruption, I think, was something that both teams had to contend with. So I don't want to sit here and say that you know, Arsenal were the only ones that had to had to cope with that. Leeds, to their credit, turned in their performance of the season. They were really, really good. Uh, they performed to a really high level, particularly in the second half, and uh, and probably will feel very hard done by that they ended up losing the game. You ask me what the VAR got wrong. Maybe the VAR got wrong the decision to disallow a Leeds United goal right at the start of the second half. There was a a slight hint of a foul on the, the Arsenal defender by Patrick Bamford, who scored the goal. And uh, and the VAR stepped in and decided that it was enough to chalk the goal off. And I think if it was the other way around, I'd have been feeling pretty hard done by. They did get a lot of things right, though, the VAR as well, this weekend. Um, there was a, an incident right at the end of the game in stoppage time where an Arsenal player was sent off and a penalty was awarded to Leeds. That was the wrong decision, so thankfully VAR stepped in there. They also stepped in at Anfield in the game between Liverpool and City and denied Manchester City a goal where there was a foul in the build-up. Manchester United probably should have had a penalty kick in their game at Old Trafford, and they went on to draw that game. So they'll be very frustrated that the VAR uh, didn't pick that up. But this is the thing that drives us mad with it. It's a great tool, but the application of it is just too inconsistent. Mm. Yeah, we've got the same problem down here with the bunker in Rugby League, Harry. So, mate, the, the, you're talking a little bit about Liverpool. Could the tide be turning for Salah and, and Liverpool? I think there's that old saying in, in football that, you know, form is temporary and class is permanent. And I think, you know, that's that's what you can say about this Liverpool side. They will be back. They will um, get much closer to the top than where they currently find themselves. And what better way to kind of reignite that spark and, and obviously build confidence than by beating a Manchester City side that everybody thought were going to go there and roll them over. Salah was excellent yesterday not just on the ball as he normally is, not just in and around the penalty area, but his general game was was, such, was to such a high level. Um, you know, He worked incredibly hard. He really set the tone. And also, the, the re-emergence of Virgil van Dijk in the defence as a really good, strong force uh, was clear to see yesterday. He's had a difficult start to the season, and that's been key. But he looks as though he's turned the corner as well. So Liverpool will be hoping they can build on this. There's a midweek round of fixtures uh, this week and then back in action again at the weekend. So there's lots of football and lots of time for Liverpool to play their way back into form. Mate, one of the, the, the teams that you're looking at the table, you're starting to think, what? They are flying. Is a bit of reality starting to hit Brighton at the moment? Obviously, dropping the last couple and falling a, a wee bit down, on the ladder, down the ladder. They were flying earlier on in the season. Yeah, they've been really unlucky, Brighton, because they've built something very good there. Uh, in recent seasons under the management of Graham Potter, who is now the Chelsea manager. Uh, he obviously got the job when they decided to part ways yeah. with Thomas Tuchel. 
about five or so weeks ago, and he's won every single game barring one in Europe as the Chelsea boss. So um, Chelsea's gain has obviously been Brighton's loss. They've brought in Roberto De Zerbi, uh, a promising young Italian coach um, who's, who's got a pretty decent CV himself, but it's just going to take him a little bit of time, I think, to get his sort of his team playing the way he wants. They were really good at Liverpool uh, the week before last, and were really unlucky to lose the game in the end. Uh, to draw the game, I beg your pardon. They should have got all three points. Brighton will be. Brighton always do this. Brighton always start the seasons really well, and then they tend to level out. But I think they'll be comfortably mid-table this season, which. For a club of that size, you know, it's pretty good and probably the max you could ask for. Beautiful, mate. And uh, look, be remiss of me not to ask anything of this team, Man United. Any hope? Any glimpses of anything? <laughs> every time, every time you think that, every time you think that Manchester United have turned the corner, and every time you think that they're back on the right track, it's a, it's a, it's a, produce a performance. Yeah. They produce a really poor performance or or something that makes you question Aww. what's going on. The Cristiano Ronaldo thing continues to rumble on. What's the situation Does there? Hate not him? happy. I, I wouldn't go as far as saying he hates him, but I think that Ten Hag has got a very specific way in which he wants his team to play football. And a 38-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo just can't just can't do that. And um, But then again, yesterday, the game that they ultimately huh? drew with Newcastle, a game they should win when, of course, they've got Spurs and Chelsea to come. You know, there was a chance right at the death that Marcus Rashford missed. And you're looking at it and you think, if that's Cristiano Ronaldo, Manchester United win the game. Hands down. Hands down. That's why I can't, I can't understand it. But anyway, he's the manager and I'm the radio host and I just leave it up to him, really. Anyway, mate, here's a, we're going to let you go. Appreciate it. Love hearing your voice back Thank on you the airways. You're an absolute champion. Take care and well done to the Gunners. Hopefully you can continue to fly top of the EPL League, mate. Thank you so much, Hez. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. There you go, Izzy. Hey. And um, you're feuding with Eric Ten Hag. Good to know. <laughs> oh, it's, cr- no, it's crazy, eh? Look, he's for, he's for Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, like he's he's got a game. Former temporary. Mate, is he washed Glass up? Glass is or? permanent. Oh, right. Wow. Six, six, you know? I don't know. Six and a half away from eight. He's getting paid, though. Hey, I'd probably play him. Football, yeah, yeah, yeah. Football heads. <laughs> football heads. Is Cristiano Ronaldo washed? Yes or no? Educate us. We don't really know. Back after this with your messages. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.